0: Alright, welcome back to another Reeducation Experience podcast. I'm your host Darren Langill as always. Uh today, well today is the final episode recording of 2023. Uh here I am on December 28th and I had a had a thought that I should put one more piece together that I think can wrap up the year for many of you. I know you're probably listening to people's podcasts all over about the year in review recaps and the best things I learned and et cetera, et cetera. And these are always some of my favorite. And I've done that in the past. But what I'm not going to do today is go through all the episodes. I'm actually going to go through something that I believe is even more relevant to you than that. Um, and if you're watching, listening to this, there is going to be a YouTube version of this this one as well because I do have my screen share open, and I, I like to doodle through this concept a little bit so that I can I kind of better explain things uh, about what I'm going to go through. Um, if you've been listening uh, and been watching my social media recently, you noticed that uh, I put together a five day challenge. I called it the Reframe Your Real Estate Business Challenge, and the reason I did this was uh, to give Everybody who took part, and thank you for everybody who did. There was well over 200 people that registered for it, and uh, it was a lot of fun to bring this content forward. It was the first time I brought this level of content outside of my number one producing real estate team, Redline Real Estate, uh, and kind of gave it away uh, for the first time. And I want to summarize that five-day challenge today. Uh, I'm running through this, and I'm not sure exactly how long it's going to take. If you're listening to this, Uh, While you're on the go, well, do so, but then maybe go back and listen to it and put your notepad out and maybe go to the YouTube version and and see if you can kind of get some takeaways from this and that the hope by doing this in this condensed format is to give you something to step right into into 2024. I pulled my redline agents at the end of the year as I always do and I and I asked them a bunch of questions. And one of them is always are we looking to grow our income this year are you looking to stay the same or maybe are you looking to pull back? And like many of you, it's it's a 100% of the people who want to grow. So I'm assuming you listening who are in podcast land uh, are also of that age, so of that of that agent type. So I'm going to recap those 5 days Um, That was five hours, maybe about six hours total of work. That six hours, I actually uh, did 14 60 to 90-minute keynotes condensed into those five days that I had brought my own Redline agents through. Uh, So this is really chunked down and micro-summarized for you. Um, So uh, I really hope you enjoy this. So let's get into it. You can see on the screen. Uh, I'm gonna walk through what I believe is the most important things for us. When I brought my agents in this September, I, I, I introduced this concept of the two C's. The two C's that we all need for our business. And and what those are is number one, clarity. We need absolute clarity in this business. The second one is constraint, right? The two C's for our business are what can can push us towards true execution. I don't coach for the sake of hearing my own voice. I coach and I support to build better realtors. And how to do that, I've been mumbling and fumbling through 18 years, hundreds of thousands of dollars invested and, and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of hours invested into building uh, materials for myself to build my career as well as my, my super team. So clarity and constraint. Clarity because, well, jeez, if you're listening to this there's a lot of ways to build this business isn't there there's a lot of ways you could deploy your energy there's a lot of resources you could take on there's a lot of strategies you could deploy but it's like this thing is so overwhelming us as realtors we are marketers administrators salespeople. we are analytics you know we're, we're supposed to be tech support we're customer relations we're human resources we're all of these things correct and so we need to define clarity about the real estate business in a way that can give us clear direction, okay? I'm gonna talk about that. The second one is constraint, right? Constraint is, well, among all of these choices, we can't do it all. I've been, in my career, I've done this many times where I've gone an inch deep, deep, but like a mile wide, and I could never really feel like I was moving things forward. I've learned to constrain things heavily in my business and that drives such growth and 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 reduces anxiety and reduces the stress about building this business. So these are the two things I want to talk to you about first off. So clarity. Clarity clarity clarity. I've developed what I believe is this real estate agent cycle of life. And if you followed my content in the past or if you've been to any of the keynotes I've had a chance to speak to I speak to this often and I coach to it in every single session because what I've done is over the 18 years of my business, I've defined the real estate agent's cycle of life down to four key phases, four key phases, seed, then it goes to nurture, then it goes to the harvest, then it goes to, obviously I typed this wrong goes to uh, regrowth, and that is our cycle of life. No matter where we find ourselves in this business, um, one of these four phases is what your business needs the most, and that's where I talk about clarity again. My, my old coach, John Chaplack, he's a coach to the mega, mega, mega teams out there, uh, he speaks about tiny hinges swinging big doors. Right? If you go to a big fancy hotel, you see these big grand doors, but you can look that there's three, maybe four little hinges holding this giant behemoth of a door that opens you up to this incredible place. Well, our business is the same way. There's always a tiny hinge that we need, which is the linchpin, the thing that opens up the door to the next round of changes for a business. It's not everything. So in my case, I, I built this four-phase uh, framework seed is the art of lead generation this is the art of creating new real estate conversations in your business as you hear this and you don't even know the other four phases yet are you consistently generating leads is that the biggest problem for you i'd say 80 percent of the agents listening to this that is still the problem whether it's five years in ten years in or you're in the first year of this business for you if that's the case, the rest doesn't matter. You can learn those skills as you go. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's nurture. Nurture is the art of the conversion. See, we've, we take the real estate conversation you had in the seed exercises, and now you have to convert them forward. Converting them to clients, converting them to a long-term database. So really, the goal of nurture is simply... Are you furthering the relationship with the people you've gotten the contacts with? That's the whole goal. Phase two, further relationships. Phase one, have a new conversation. Phase three is when we think about actually realtoring for the first time, and this is the harvest. The harvest here, this is the art of the client success story. This is the client journey. This is working with buyers, working with sellers. And the goal in the harvest is pretty simple is to succeed at the intent they hired you for, to successfully have a sale or a purchase, or maybe both. right? And there's an art form to that. When you're listing, you can think about all the things that go into your listing presentation, to your marketing, the client experience. Are you ahead of the questions? Are you reacting to the questions? The client experience side of things comes to play. That's the harvest. The fourth one is regrowth. You have successfully sold in the harvest. Now what do you do? Do you start right over? Do you utilize that sale to monetize more? So the the regrowth is the art of creating a momentum machine in your business. And by doing that is monetizing your successful sale into another. See, one of these phases is where you should be deploying your energy in your first A quarter of the year. We don't need to build the whole business. We need to focus on which one is for you. And this is why I push so hard to develop the word clarity. Now, the second part of this is constraint. Because there's so many ways to build this business, we need to constrain ourselves. And there's actually scientifically backed uh, studies now that says that when we constrain ourselves, the creativity in the ex- execution drives forward. It's the opposite of what you'd think. I don't wanna be shackled down. I wanna be free to build. I won't wanna fit within this box. Well, actually what happens is when you don't do that, you're kind of constantly treading water, constantly spinning your wheels like a hamster in this overwhelming business. So constraint is needed to give yourselves that shackling And that shackling pulls out the real you. And when I talk about constraint, this is all about building and becoming the agent that you've always wanted to be, right? Not by default. By choosing to constrain yourselves to efforts, to a style of real estate that you feel right about. By pulling back, you become... The agent you want to be rather than the agent that got into this business and by default just started going every which way so i suggest that there's five kind of types of agent avatar that you could be one of them is uh, listing dominant right listing dominant your focus is building a listing based business okay that's one. Second one i call it is revenue for life revenue for life this is the sphere of influence driven agent. This is the agent that wants to build their business through their relationships. That's a lot different than the listing dominant agent, if you can just think about that. Third would be, this is no specific order, the investor magnet, right? This is the agent that loves investing. This is the agent that probably has investments themselves. This investor-based agent does a lot differently than the listing dominant agent in their daily life, the sphere agent in their daily life. A new one that's emerged is the creator, the creator agent, because of the growth of social and the platforms and the reach that we're gaining, the influencer-based marketing that's coming out, and we're all kind of feeling like we should be out on social. Well, there's a specific agent that crushes it and loves that stuff, that is the creator-based agent that loves creating stuff for others that will get picked up among the noise that's out there in the social media world. This might be for you, but it might be investor, might be revenue for life, might be listing dominant. And there's one other one that I call is this. It's the avalanche agent. This, or maybe matchmaker is another word too. This agent uh, is the one that will take any, any little opportunity and squeeze the most out of it. They will be like a dog with a bone. I sell a listing and it's with that listing sale, I go create more. I get a referral from a friend. I use that to generate more. I have a buyer and I'm gonna go march down the streets, down that specific community. And they don't have a specific listing dominant focus. They're not just focused on revenue for life. They're certainly not just investors and they're not the creator. They're the ones that are going everywhere. And this is kind of where a lot of us have started. There's nothing wrong with this, but this is a business plan in itself. So it's one of these kind of five avatars that I would suggest as constraint that you would want to think about at this time of the year. Who are you going to be rather than I'm just going to be a version of all five? Going into the new year with this as your avatar, plus understanding as you look on the screen, which of the four phases is most important to you you will be in a better position a much better position to dominate 2024 i hope you agree so pick the one that will work for you now if you've done that if you've constrained yourself and you've got your clarity i want you before you really dive into the core of the business planning i want you to believe in what's possible i want you to believe the power of what this industry can wield. We have no cap on our income. I know some of us struggle, some of us are doing incredibly well, but we really have no limitation on our business. So we can all become a millionaire realtor. And I really love speaking about this, even though it feels uncomfortable and maybe even unattainable for so many people. But as your business planning, as you're entering the new year, I want you to know that Us as agents are selling something that can drive us towards a financial income and a financial wealth and stability that many careers cannot do. Now, a lot of agents fail out of this business, they're not cut in for it, but we can. And I talk about a three step method to becoming a millionaire realtor. Well, the first one is, of course, the first lever we can pull is income. We talked about that it's seed, right? Generating real estate conversation, lead generating. This is part of the problem. We need to determine what we're gonna do to drive income. And there's lots of ways to do this. We don't have time to talk about it. The second part of becoming a real millionaire realtor and at this time of the year is something worthy of discussion is your expense management. You cannot likely um, just Focus only on income and not on your expenses if you hope to build a path toward millionaire status. See, not every one of you listening is a top 1% agent or never will be. There's many of you on this call that are gonna happily sit between top five and top 10%, making 100 to 200K a year. And this millionaire realtor status is possible for you, not just the high, high income earners. If you're already that half a million dollar agent per year, you already know it's, it's there. You've already achieved this. But for most people, 85 to 90% of the agents who will never be in those top tier statuses can hit this threshold. So this income, right, plus your expenses, this is going to determine something that I'd like to speak about is your net free cash flow. It's your net free cash flow as a business and as a household that will drive you towards wealth. You guys understand that? If you spend everything you make, there's no net free cash flow. If if, if you've adjusted your expenses and increased your income, you're gonna create more net free cash flow per month, per year. And it's with that net free cash flow, you have the opportunity to become a millionaire realtor. And it's this concept I want everybody to realize. So when you have this, what do you do with it? Well, that's where assets come into play. Right? And for me, assets are all about the number of assets, i.e. like the value that I have, and then time in the market. So that plus time in market is what's going to build the wealth. Many, many, many people, the wealthiest of the world, they talk about not just making an income They talk about making an income, managing expenses to drive net free cash flow, to create assets in your life, and that over time, let time do its thing with compounding interest. That combination is what can make you and every one of you listening to this, a millionaire realtor. And as your business planning, I really, really suggest you believe this for one. You believe this for one and you build a plan around income, expense management, and getting excited about creating net free cash flow so that you and I could be sitting here a year from now discussing the asset value that you've created for your family. All right. So at this point, we have talked, right? We've talked about uh, constraint, the clarity, constraint, and we've talked about the belief, right? I believe within these three things, c- clarity for our business, the constraints for who we're gonna be, the belief that we can do something bigger than you thought, it prepares us, it properly prepares us to create a dominant business plan, right? Many of us have business plan and it, you've never really used it to drive forward. Well, maybe the business plan wasn't the problem. It was the clarity that you didn't have, the constraint you never placed, and this belief that there was something bigger possible. And it's that, that thats that, that. belief for something bigger that I believe can pull you forward. And then when you're ready to create your dominant business plan, you're more excited and you're more dialed in than ever before. So on the fifth day, so um, actually I should go back. When we are preparing to make a dominant business plan, and you know, you, you've got to that place. Um the most important thing that we can think about before the action steps is that I shared this concept that agents have fallen in love with the wrong thing. And if you are a believer, you've got the right constraints and you've got the clarity for your business. And I'm telling you, you've fallen in love with the thing. You're falling in love with what I call as the lagging indicators, right? It's business planning season, so it's really easy for us to talk about things like, I'm gonna make 100K. I'm gonna make 200K for the first time. I'm gonna make half a million. My goal this year and our team is to make a mil, right? I'm gonna sell two homes a month. I'm gonna sell 50 homes this year. And it's these are all lagging based indicators. We're falling in love with the wrong thing. My suggestion for us is we flip the script and we fall in love with the right thing. It's the leading indicators that gets us there. The leading indicators that are going to get us there. And what that is, is back to that first phase of the cycle. Real estate conversations. However you create them in your beautiful business plan between the seed, the nurture, the harvest and the regrowth. It's the leading indicator in falling in love with tracking your outbound and inbound efforts that are allowing you to have those. Not just tracking what your brokerage could send you, which is how many listens you sold, how much money you made. In, In advance of that is where you should be focusing. And so we want you to flip the script so that you're ready to use everything we've talked about so far. And then on day five of the challenge, we went ahead and spoke about wrapping it all in a bow. Wrapping this all up in a bow. And what I suggest is that there's this thing called the everyone's plan. The everyone's business plan. No matter who you are and where you're listening to what experience level, there's money being left on the table if these three things aren't handled. First one is sphere of influence mastery. Do you have your sphere dialed in so that you're ringing out as much as possible from the people that already like, know, and trust you. It seems so simple. Many of us have experienced part of this, but very few of us have actually got it dialed in and maintained. So again, as you're business planning out, I want you to say, am I just chasing a bunch of new stuff or should I be focusing here? Now with that becomes the power of the organic social media right organic social media plus our sphere of influence they go hand in hand today they're kind of one and the same but a lot of times we think about them differently we think about two different things but i want you to i want you to pull these two together sphere of influence mastery with organic social media those two things what is your plan for both and then the third one is it what are you doing with your active and sold business this is what's happening already. If you've got your sphere dialed in, your organic social media dialed in, the easy people aren't slipping through the cracks. Now the next easiest path to income is within our active business, buyers and listings, and our sold business. What are you doing for your business plan to make more based on that walking proof of success? This is where agents really should slow down to say what's my path of least resistance to income. That's the everyone's plan. Sphere, social, active and sold. Of course, if, if your business is bigger than that and you feel like you have that dialed in, well that's when I suggest you go find that next lead source and then you go from there. Right. Like in mud, like out in nature, if you think about the harvest, the seed, the nurture, the regrowth, that phase, that cycle, Um, something controls all of that, right? That's Mother Nature, right? Mother Nature herself manages that cycle out there in the fields, the nurturing, the nutrients, the, the rain, the sun, the cycles, the snow, the regrowth, the cooling of the temperatures, all that is managed by Mother Nature. Well, for us, for us in this business, that is a phase as well. If you're following me so far and you're getting getting uh, some clarity around this 5-day kind of summary challenge. Mother nature mother nature for you needs to be how you're going to get all of this achieved. What is it on the daily? What is it on the weekly? What is it on the monthly that's going to keep you within the plan? See, we're humans. We can easily shift and diverge and fall off the path, but we need something to bring us back. And that's what mother nature is for us. For mine, I I share this in the challenge. I use a concept called the 90 day year. I don't have time, of course, to go through this, but this 90 day year concept is if, again, we go back to the fact that we've built, we're building a business around the agent you wanna be, the avatar, the listing dominant agent for say. Right. Who needs to focus on seed? So we've really constrained the business down to two key things. And with that, we're going to decide what are the leading indicators that I need to achieve to hit those hit, hit our numbers. Well, in the 90 day year, the concept is, well, you only have 12 weeks ahead of you. Let's make a plan for the next 12 weeks. Why 12 weeks? Well, because it built it's a shorter horizon. It's a long enough period to get something done and see results. But it's not so long that we're making a plan on something that we are building assumptions off of assumptions off of assumptions. I know if I open up my calendar, and you too, you could plan out this week, next week, beyond. And by about the 12th week, that's about as fuzzy as it will be. So let's stay within this concept to say, I'm going to challenge myself to focus on my specific phase. I'm going to build the avatar I am with the leading indicators that I know are most important for my business right now. And let's do it with a little bit of healthy urgency under a 90-day calendar rather than a 365-day one that lets you off the hook. So everybody, this was what I walked everybody through in the five-day challenge. Again, each one of these topics is honestly a 60-minute to 75-minute workshop slash keynote. But I'm hoping by wrapping it all together here for you It kind of gives you something to listen to, to focus on. If you believe, again, that I can be of help for your business, just reach out, ping me on Instagram, um, or or drop me a message, and I'd I'd love to chat with you on how some of my courses could support this concept for you, um, or even some one-on-one coaching. Anyways, I wish you all the best here on um, the end of 2023. It's been a pleasure serving you once again, and I look forward to continuing the podcast in 2024.